president who just passed away. I'm horrible That's with yeah. So, anyway, Shuhei Yoshida is the president of Sony Entertainment. I just, I know him, his voice because, or his name because I talk about Sony a lot. Um, but uh, Miyamoto, guy who designed uh, Mario, did on graph paper first. So, huh. right? It makes sense because everything is blocks, right? Yeah. It's just easier. But, um, yeah, you can download that for free online. Which, what, uh, the book? The book. So, I was going to say the game because you're going to cut in your overhead uh, just a little bit. <laughs> Imagine. They seem to have a very different strategy for their um, their free mobile stuff. Did you hear about the, the Pokemon? We that is act- exactly yes. what we should, we should actually just We should just, yeah, just record this, right? You're talking about uh, Pokemon Go? Pokemon Go, which just seems uh, crazy. And... It's going to get kids outside, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, which... But let's talk about this in the actual thing. What's up, everyone? Woo-hoo! Hey! We're back! Welcome to Again. <laughs> Geeks with Kids, your sometimes weekly podcast. <laughs> your sporadic things. conversational yeah. podcast. About all things let's call geeky this like, and parenting. Let's call this the back half of season one. We're like, is... we're like on TV shows. They go on hiatus for a little while. Like Battlestar Galactica? Yeah. And how I hated that so much and then they sold it. <laughs> Like that? Oh. No, this one was less motivated by a writer's strike and, and more, more motivated by children and having, family and, you know, yeah. and being like, oh, it's the end of and summer and I have to go back to work. Yeah. Boo to work. <laughs> and now I'm tired. I have to get up at five in the morning right every on. day. So Me I too. can get on yeah. the so I can get on the train for six so I can get to work at eight. <laughs> wow, it yeah. takes you two hours on the train? Yeah. Whoa. Because, uh, well, I take it's an hour and a Twenty minutes for the train, and then another twenty-ish minutes on the subway. Right, right. Mm. So that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I get I get home around six thirty at night. So. Yeah. For those of you that couldn't see it, uh, Eric's eyes just went big and glossy and kind of rolled to the side a little. Yes, I'm <laughs> super tired all the time now. Yeah. Ironically, I'm now working much closer to home and no longer have a soul-crushing commute in the early hours of the AM. Mm-hmm. However, my kids are still biologically adapted to that super early wake-up time, so I've been getting up before the sun regardless. Uh, <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm eating chips. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm eating chips, too. I'm in... Yeah. Back to but work. But they're healthy mm-hmm. chips. Yeah. yeah they're sweets and beets. Which is yeah. sweet potatoes and beets. If Sweets yeah. and Beats would like to sponsor a podcast... They get... <laughs> so that we don't have to go to work anymore and we can return to doing a weekly podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I should really get that store up so that we can sell t-shirts. Oh! But who would sell? Who would buy a t-shirt? Maybe Stu, our number one fan. Mm-hmm. We'll have a t-shirt called Stu number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> if Stu would like to buy a skid of number one fan t-shirts... <laughs> Give it out at your birthday. <laughs> that, oh, yeah. So what else... What if So... We've been gone for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. What have you been up to? Um, Aaron, go. Me? Uh, back to work. Back to teaching. Loving it. I'm teaching. What did you again. do before that? What did I do before that? Vacation. Lots and lots of time outside with Mercury. And watching him grow up was probably the best thing I did like all summer long. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Like, yours. Oh, wait. You're not done. No, I am. I am. I could go into detail, but. You can go for it. <laughs> Why not? We have time. Uh, We're only four minutes in. (laughs) Did you do a a lot of, like, unstructured, like, just sort of playing outside kind of stuff? Or was it, like, kind of classes and that kind of thing? Yeah, just a lot of unstructured play. Like, we'd get up, we'd go to the beach, and 
I would uh, watch him with every time we went to the beach get more and more adventurous about going into the water. Does point, he like the water? He hated it at first. Like, we took him for swimming lessons, and he loves swimming lessons, but um, when we got to the beach, the first thing he did was have, like, a screaming panic attack the first time this summer. Was it? Were there a lot of waves? Uh, yeah, there were. It was very that, that wavy and choppy, so... Because Kat's mm. the same. Like, she loves swimming, mm-hmm. but she hates the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with with Clark, it was fully a temperature thing. Oh, yeah. Um, or he was... Are we doing Clark or... Uh, uh, you know what? I like I like <laughs> Clark. I think I'm going to keep Clark. Okay, done. So Clark is Chris. Who's or not Chris is either. Clark. Yeah. Yes. Secret identities. Yeah. <laughs> Inception stuff. Anyway. Anyway. Clark. Uh, Clark, who is my oldest child, who is my son, who is three, um, when he was about the same age as Mercury, uh, maybe a little bit younger, we took him to a... Um, we took him to the beach uh, near, ba- near Grand Bend, um, and we, we put his feet in and no sooner did his feet touch the water, but he completely like turtled up like hands yeah. and legs. Just like, yeah. Same thing with Mercury. We got up to, um, the lake and it was like Eric was saying, like choppy and wavy. And he just latched onto Sarah. Like it was the first time he ever gave like a full on, like full body arms around the neck hug. And oh. we were like, oh, awesome hugs at the expense of your terror. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, though. We'll I think see you've it. just cracked the horror movie code. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. horror movies. Yeah, we Swiss sat, we, we, we sat oh. Kat down at the edge of the beach on the sand. Mm. At first she was like, what the what is, what is this crap I'm sitting on? Yeah. <laughs> so she was like, this is hot. This is opposed to the regular crap I'm sitting on. Yeah. Exactly. I oh, yeah. she poops. <laughs> um, but then the waves start coming. She's like, no, this yeah. is not cool. <laughs> yeah, Mercury. <laughs> We didn't know what to make of the sand at first. Like he would just sit there, and then we tried to get him to even just crawl on it. He wouldn't. So mm-hmm. we like took his hands. We tried to walk him out onto the sand. No, he picked his legs up like right <laughs> off. It's like, dude, <laughs> just walk. It's Maybe fine. sand is weird for kids. It must be because they're well, their skin is so soft and new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. And um, ours is all decrepit and you know worn dry. out. Dry. Yeah. yeah. And I, I wonder if it's a contrast <laughs> thing. Like, I wonder if it's that way for kids who are sort of like from day one more around the uh, more around the sand. Yeah, maybe. Because I know for um, I know for Clark that like most when he was super tiny, all of his early physical skin contact was with like either hardwood floor or carpet yeah. or something soft and squishy. Yeah. You know, maybe I don't know. No, it's a reasonable. I don't know if you like you yeah. know live in the live on the beach or whatever. Or, California, Florida, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. dirt roads and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> dirt <Yeah>. roads. <laughs> I, I live on a road. Aww. Aww. Oh, you live out in the country. You got a Aww. dirt road. Come mm-hmm. on, that's true. I don't live in the Aww. country. It's a cute well. baby. What's his name? Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> and this is his other brother, Daryl. <laughs> oh, that that would be Merle. Yeah. yeah. Oh Merle! Oh my goodness! Bob, that Bob Hope show. And so really I'm getting show. caught up. This is what the summer did for me. I was able oh. to catch up on Walking Dead a little bit. I'm about halfway through the last season. Have you nice. started the Fear of the Walking Dead? I have not started Fear of the Walking Dead, but I have it waiting, and I'm very excited. We can watch it later. Episode uh, one. I, I have the first two. Yeah, and then I haven't seen any more popping up. I no, guess no, they're... the two, the second one just came out last week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So, so that's they, pretty much up to date. Yeah, so they played the first episode two times. Oh, because, okay. Because Labor Day, right? Oh, mm. yeah, because nobody watches anything on Labor Day. No, no. 
Even I was <laughs> gone Labor Day. Yeah. <laughs> um, Spears, what did you do this summer? Worked. Um, I teach during the year, and since my teaching position is kind of unstable, um, I also work summers at the Mad Creative Art School, uh, Music, Art, and Drama, <laughs> where I am the drama program. Uh, the director is Jude Johnson, who is like a Hamilton folk musician uh, fixture. Now, um, <clears throat> does Mad sponsor anything? <laughs> I don't know all of Jude's budgetary considerations, but I'm fairly certain that no, Mad doesn't sponsor anything <laughs> except for me. Oh, <laughs> which has done an exceptional job. I've been I've been with uh, I've been at the camp for like, gosh, this year coming up will be eight. Wow. Um, I know sure. it's like dizzying good, to think that's about. That's a good commitment. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's a fantastic little program, yeah. and I don't know. It's it's a lot of fun, but it's also a lot of work, and it keeps me out of the house during summer. And I I don't know. I realize like. Everyone else works year-round, like non-teachers, yeah. you know, just work year-round, so yeah. there's no summer break really worthy of the name. <laughs> um, but that being said, it would be nice one day to actually have the summer off at the same time as my wife. and Yeah. You know, but that being said, if you got to work somewhere, Mad's a pretty sweet place. Yeah. I remember we, the one day you called me in just to cover, uh, cover for a day for you, and it was so awesome and a lot of fun. Like, those kids are amazing, and uh, Jude was awesome, too. Like, she cool. was so sweet and so yeah. sweet and wonderful, but, like, really in control of that ship and keeping, uh, you know, keeping the kids focused in that, and just a lot of fun to get to know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll, um, you know, I'll post up the details. I'll link it through our Facebook uh, mm -hmm. site, but, I mean, long story short is if you... Um, if you go on the Googles and search um, capital M-A-D Creative Arts School Hamilton, it'll be hit number one or two. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think we actually posted about this a little while ago because someone was looking for creative camps in the area. Was that on our Facebook or was that on my Facebook? That might have been on your Facebook. No, and I, I think, told them maybe? about MAD. Yeah. For sure. Oh, it was one of my friends was looking for... For day camps day camp in stuff. the summer, yeah, because they're kids and in March break as well too. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, for more details, hit up judejohnson.ca. Um, J U D E J O H N S O N. dot C A. Or you know, if you're in the Hamilton area, give her a shout at nine zero five five two three seven one four two. It's a super phenomenal program, and hey, your kid gets to learn about drama from moi. One yeah. of the most dramatic people there are. And, uh, and music. Yeah. 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 Eat your cheese. Oh, <laughs> eat it. Is this mine? Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, mm, yeah. I was cheese. looking at it, I was like, damn. <laughs> oh, more cheese. God, oh, I, 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 I took the, the kids to Costco. I took the kids to Costco this morning, so we, we are now inundated with smiling cow cheese. <laughs> I, I love want this some. stuff, man. Like, it. it uh, were they selling... Do they sell video games at your Costco? Uh, they do. They have a uh, $500 PS4 bundle with uh, Last of Us Remastered. They have that on mine, too, but they don't sell, like, new games anymore. No. It's all um, old games. Yeah. yeah, on the older side are things that are packaged. I, I think it's got to be stuff that they can get in volume. They used to sell new games. Like, I yeah, wonder if they ago. found it to be more hassle than it was worth. Like, Maybe. I don't really know much about the, yeah. the distributor retailer side of it, but... Mm. If it's anything like the direct market in comics, like there's got to be lots of like loopholes and you know hoops you got to jump through and yeah yeah when you're dealing mostly in volume you got to yeah. say at some point like mm, bigger <laughs> fish to fry <laughs> such oh. as quarter pound hot dogs. Speaking of comics, did you see that um, 
Marvel's doing all of these covers with Gwen being different characters. One of them already has like a limited series announced. They yeah, did a cover Gwenpool. with yeah. They did a cover with <laughs> Gwen Stacy cosplaying Deadpool. What? Yeah, yeah it, it's like it's Deadpool's really costume, but it's in like it's Deadpool's costume in pink and uh, pink and white instead awesome. of black and red. Oh, and the lower half, the lower portion of her face is exposed, and it's obviously not like ground hamburger, like Deadpool's face would be. Right. But still, I mean, they're now. I don't know what the premise of the book is going to be. Like an alternate universe where Dead- everyone is Gwen. <laughs> that would be amazing. Because <laughs> the X Men cover with her as all the X Men is awesome. Huh? I, so, I haven't seen that. Yeah. So are they hinting at like maybe like some sort of like Gwenverse with her? I guess. Psyche or something like that. No, because these or... people are actually her. <laughs> yeah, wow. they um. Are we t- clones or? Yeah. I think in the last last summer's big Spider-Man um event was sort of a uh, parallel universes thing. Yeah, and in one of the parallel universes, Gwen Stacy gets bitten by the spider, not yeah. Peter Parker, and she becomes the Spider Woman of her reality. Now that the current ongoing summer event, um. I say ongoing because it's going until December now. What? Um Secret, the Secret Wars. Wars. Yeah. That was supposed to wrap up very soon. Yep. Yeah, but it's essentially okay. collapsed all of those multiple universes and I mean, dollars for donuts, we're gonna see a Gwen Stacy Spider Girl webbing around the Marvel universe when yeah. the dust settles. With nice. Miles. That'd be awesome. Yeah. With yeah. Miles Morales, the um the awesome Latino Spider-Man. the Latino African American Spider Man yeah. formerly of the Ultimate Universe. That should that should be in the new that should have been in the new movies. But Except um mm-hmm. they have that contract thing that I told you about a couple yeah. of Yeah. Well we we've talked about this at length and volume, certainly. Mm-hmm. I think it's only a matter of time. I feel like it's a waste of material because we've seen Peter Parker's origins so many times. We could have jumped to Miles with an older Peter without Mm-hmm. Without, I think, any loss of yeah. Eh, whatever. I'm sure very intelligent, rich people are making these decisions. So, <laughs> people who are afraid to say the word vagina. <laughs> Did you read that thing? What? what? No. So, um, they're talking to Kimberly Pierce, I think, the director of Carrie, the last one, oh, the, okay, the remake the, of Carrie. The remake. And okay. She's a really good director. Like Brian De Palma made Carrie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the remake. So she wanted to do it closer to the book. Yeah, and but she wanted a, a scary ending, not like something like you know how in the the Palma one, her arm comes out of the grave. Yeah, I heard that so, was yeah. that was in the last, original one. Yeah, yeah, but in this one, she wanted she was watching um, oh what's that Lars von Tears movie, the one Antichrist, mm-hmm. and you know how one of the characters gives birth to a full grown man in that movie. Shut up! I yeah. do not know that. No. <laughs> anyway, so she wanted to do something freaky like that in, at the end right. of Carrie. So, you know that one character, that teenage girl is pregnant? She wanted her to give birth to a full-size Carrie at the end, and that just to freak out everyone and have that the ending. So she was explaining this ending to the execs, and they're like, but but how do you not... Sh- if, you, if you're shooting a birth, how do you not shoot the... <laughs> for JJ? <laughs> like... She literally these are like, grow, like grown-up adults yeah, in a meeting? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and then, what are you, five? And then it took them, like, months to say the word vagina. And then they'd be like, I can't believe we said vagina in a meeting, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. So she's like, yeah, it was, it, was, it was really rough, that working there. Wait. From the industry that gave us the casting couch, they can't say the word vagina out loud? Mm. <laughs> 
Apparently not. Wow. Yeah. Um, it was it was a really good read. Um, or you could just listen to her give the talk. She was. Uh, where where can we find this talk? It's or on Io Nine. I could I could post it on our Facebook. Even though I keep on saying these things and I never post anything. <laughs> I think that we will force yeah. you to post them yeah. after we fin- <laughs> yeah, after we finish this. Yeah, it was actually a really good. It was a good read. It was cool. very depressing, oh, unfortunately. And and they, you yeah. can see why people are like you know how people are always saying that we're trying to get these female directors to direct Wonder Woman or mm-hmm. or what have you or Black Panther yeah. was one they wanted to get a. Um, a female director for for some reason I don't mm-hmm. remember what, but if they don't take them seriously because they have a vagina, um, yeah, it, I can see how that culture would be. It would be very hard. <laughs> yeah. To, oh, um, what else happened? Oh, I guess my summer was the last nine months where mm-hmm. I watched my kid grow up. Yeah, oh. and now I have to go back to work. Yeah, uh, what was that like? It was rough, mm-hmm. especially with the early mornings. So that's not helping, and, and then get and then um, like is she is she sort of having trouble adapting to the the mm-hmm. earlier wake ups or the like? No, not really, but not really because <laughs> yeah. she's still not sleeping through the night. So it's yeah. no difference to her, yeah. but to you guys, it's like yeah. It's so cool. yeah. yeah, well, Megan's still home until okay. January, and then I have to figure out something with daycare. Ooh. We've been trying to figure it out because I get home at six thirty. And daycares don't usually stay open. Yeah, like, you're gonna. Yeah, uh, we so. were. I think ours is a is a home daycare, and it starts at like seven seven thirty ish. And I leave at five six. Yeah. yeah. So how is how would that work with like Megan's hour? Yeah, because if she's on <laughs> well, can, call, yeah, then... and she might not be home, so yeah. I don't know. We have to figure something out. I don't know what I'm gonna do. It's Live in weird. nanny. Get a get an au pair. Daddy daycare. Daddy daycare. Yeah, Daddy, <laughs> we'll see. Um, I, I I like my job though. It's not it's not the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's all right. I I don't mind. I like the people. They give us free wine yeah. all the time. They they so, get after you for your TPA reports. They try yeah. to get you to work on Saturday. Sometimes they do sometimes get me to work on Saturdays. Yeah, you're going to have to come in. I don't go in, though. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, that's not happening. Um, what else happened recently that I... There was something that I wanted to talk about. What was it? You bought something. No, no, we'll, go, we'll get to that later. You but um, bought a lot of things. There's, there's been nerd <laughs> things that have happened over the past month. Uh, yeah. What else? The, the UFC fighter, uh, Ronda Rousey, Rousey yeah. has it's... been publicly lobbying pretty hard to land Miss Marvel. And I read a couple... Di- not Miss Marvel, sorry, Captain Marvel, formerly yeah. known as Miss Marvel, yeah. now no more recently no, as Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Miss Marvel's a much better character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I She's... like Captain Marvel. Yeah, but the new Miss Marvel's awesome. Yeah. I'm surprised that they're going Captain before Miz, to mm. be honest. Aside from the, like, I, there are very good narrative reasons to do mm. Captain Marvel first, but Ms. Marvel is a phenomenal comic, yeah. and it's just, it's a great concept. Yeah, mm. well, I don't know. If they haven't really done a teen-led movie. Marvel Maybe they're waiting for Spider-Man. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, God, let's... again. Again! <laughs> uh, we'll see how he does in the yeah. Civil War. Yeah, yeah. They, that's they, a weird they, place to introduce them. They announced the teams. Did you see the teams? Yeah, I saw the. Um, are you mean the, the art? Yeah, well, that's the official art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they split up. Hawkeye and and Black Widow are on separate teams, and Black Widow's with Iron Man. That's how it fell out in the comics too, and yeah. it kind of she's. 
It's interesting because she, in the comics, the idea of this whole red in my ledger thing, the idea mm -hmm. that working for S.H.I.E.L.D. some way absolves her of all her past misdeeds, mm -hmm. um, was never really an aspect to mm -hmm. the character in the comic books. She had been a villain before, but she'd been an Avenger for so long yeah. that working for S.H.I.E.L.D. and falling down on the on Tony's side of that line was kind of natural Isn't for her. It? Like, she yeah. didn't need a reason. In the... Mm. But in Winter Soldier, much ado was made about the, I was trying to do good, and it turned out I was working for the bad guys all along. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of, so it's I'm kind interested of like, yeah. to see how, how, how and why characters yeah, are going to be on the... Yeah, for every character, why do they, why do they side with Captain, or it's why gonna, do they side It's going to be Tony? weird, yeah. because the, the, the whole thing about, the in the comics was them trying to keep their identity secret, right? Mm -hmm. More or less. Um, kind of. Not registering that. Um, but, like, everyone knows who the Avengers are in the movies. Like, every single one. Well, yeah, kind of. Like, they know oh, that... Steve Rogers. Everyone knows You're who Captain Steve America? Rogers is. They know yeah. who Iron Man is. But, yeah. yeah, Steve Rogers and Tony Stark they know are Thor's widely Thor. known. Thor's yeah. Thor. Yeah. They know yeah. who Ban Captain Banner is because Banner's he's been home. on the news and yeah. he was running. Yeah, but dude, but dude running in the news is different than, like, you know, Tony Stark publicly identified as Iron Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, grow, you know, pull a, um, pull a Richard Kimball from, like, The Fugitive and, like, shave your beard or, like, cut off your hair and suddenly no one knows oh, who yeah, you Hulk's are again. Oh, not even in this. Yeah. Either, which is good. Yeah, he's, yeah. On the, he's on the lamb. Facebook yeah. has spoiled Hulk's status for me in terms of the end of Age of Ultron, so oh, you can talk yeah. freely. Oh. Although, I wish it, I wish they had gone the other way and shot him in this space. Yeah. Yeah, they won't do that. That's a lot of CG in well, a movie. Yeah. See, this is kind of where where I'm starting to get a little bit nervous about Phase 3 uh, Marvel, is a lot of the stories that they've chosen were very successful in the comics and great reads as comics, but they rest very heavily on the weight of continuity mm -hmm. of years and years of story. And, I mean, I know we've had years and years of movies at this point, but I don't feel like you've got that same weight kind of behind it. Yeah. Like, seeing Tony Stark and Captain America come to blows and end up on opposite sides of... A superhuman war um, is a lot more effective when they've been Avengers more than twice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. You know, the Infinity Gauntlet was an amazingly effective story because we've seen Thanos come this close to conquering the universe so many times. In the movie universe, we're going to see Thanos do anything other than sit in a chair exactly once <laughs> before he wields the Infinity Frickin' Gauntlet. Sure he stood up for a little bit of that. Yeah. Point being, <laughs> point being, Infinity Gauntlet was yeah. a great story in the comics because you, it was spinning out a relationship that had developed in comics for like 20 years between Thanos and a character called Adam Warlock that the cinematic universe hasn't introduced. Yet. Doctor Strange? No. Uh, well, it'll be before maybe. that. I just, it'll I don't, be in Guardians. I don't know how you're going to get an audience to care without that many stories. Like, the Infinity Gauntlet by itself is kind of a neat idea. Like, this glove that you put on that turns you effectively into God is a really neat idea, but the threat in Infinity Gauntlet was this is in the hands of Thanos. And if you don't know who Thanos is, other than a purple dude who sits in a chair and apparently stands up sometimes, I hear. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> like, why does it matter? You know, like, in Guardians, he got a little bit of play. He yells at Ronan. He yells scary. He got yeah. Emperor on him. Like, that that holographic projection. Like, yeah. It was just, like, a rip-off right out of Star Wars. But, oh, I just... But, yeah, like, it's not enough. 
We need more. It's one of my very favorite comic stories, in part because it was one of the first big crossovers I ever read as a kid. And I was young enough in comics that I'm like, oh my god, they just killed half the Marvel Universe. This is going to change everything forever. You know, it didn't occur to me that in six issues everything would be back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're that kid reading that comic, and in issue three you have... You have all of the Marvel heroes of Earth basically, like, rush Thanos at once, knowing it's a suicide mission. Like, knowing that this dude could snap his fingers and kill us all in a heartbeat. And it's all this big elaborate plan that Warlock is working. And you see Captain America standing, sort of like the last, you know, the last, the last hero left. And Thanos is just, like, utterly obliterated, one at a time, every other hero. Mm -hmm. And it's like, maybe this guy can do it. Nope. Maybe this guy can do it. Nope. Hmm. It's also going to be weird because there aren't that many heroes in the cinematic universe. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they're going to bring the Guardians in. Yeah. Obviously, because they I mean, have in, to. In a weird way, Infinity Gauntlet is a good fit for an Avengers-centric thing because the X-Men were, by and large, kept out of it. Mm -hmm. There was an editorial, kind of an editorial um, butting of heads and the guy who was writing, who was EIC editor-in-chief at the time, uh, Jim Starlin, avoided it by saying, like, look, I'm just not going to involve the X-Men. I'll say that this team disappears and you guys can just keep being X-Men over there and we'll do Infinity Gauntlet over here. In that respect, it's a kind of a good pick for the Marvel Cinematic Universe because they don't have any X-Men. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Oh, that reminds me of Butting Heads. Did you hear about the creative uh, team all getting shuffled around? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So now Who's Kevin Feige is... Like, the number two guy yeah, in Yeah, under Disney, under yeah. uh, Bob Iger. Yeah. Instead yeah. of being under the Marvel guy. Yeah. Who's uh, doing... Under Joe Joe Caseta. Yeah, who's doing... Mm, it wasn't the... it... It was... No, no, Alan Fine. Is it... Oh, I can't remember. Or, but... No, it was the head of actual Marvel Entertainment. No. I think Joe, Joe Caseta is the chief... Yeah. He was the, the chief, chief creative, creative yeah. officer. Um, ah, this is killing me. Buck, Jim, no, Jim Buckley's the I, publisher. I say, was no. the publisher? Oh, I don't know. Um, but now he's just like doing bad nerds. Bad, yeah. bad. He's nerds. doing comics, TV, like just about. No, so all... he's he's doing the movie universe. Faye, he's um, doing. Faye's doing just movies. Yeah. The 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 well, the Jeff Loeb is do, is Jeff Loeb is still doing, doing TV, TV animated video games. Right. But he's doing it under Marv, the Marvel guy that I was talking about. That yeah, the main thing being that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is now under Disney's movie organization as opposed to Marvel Studios mm -hmm. movie organization. Yeah, which I don't know. I mean, I haven't read much about it. Um, but my feeling is like. I don't know. I feel like I heard read that it was about money, about them spending too much on Civil War. Yeah, mm -hmm. he didn't, the Marvel guy did not want them to spend as much as they did, and so which seems to me like it seems to to me to be about two executives wielding their spreadsheets differently. I feel like creatively being able to spend more money can only be a positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You would think. But. I think, but then again, if you apply that logic to George Lucas, it it appears to fall down quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about Star Wars later. I'm still trying to find this uh, Marvel thing. Dang well, it. I didn't make any money with the movies, so I had to like turn to action figures and posters. <laughs> I had no there choice. <laughs> they held a blaster to my head. Marvel. But they kicked me out of the director's guild. 
I had to turn to making action figures and mm-hmm. toys and selling my soul a little bit out of the time. Okay, here we go. <laughs> God, did you ever see the South Park where the kids confront George Lucas about oh, it? Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah and they, they like they reenact the lines from Return of the Jedi. It's like there's good in you still. I can feel it. It's too late for me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a scene with Cartman holding a bazooka, I think, at, like, the director's <laughs> yeah. cut. It's the original the reels of yeah. uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Because <laughs> I think the idea in the episode was Steven Spielberg wanted George Lucas to digitally remaster uh, Indiana Jones the same way he had Star Wars. And he was going to yeah, add, like, all these Ewoks and walkie-talkies instead of guns. <laughs> okay, so this, this is what happened. Um... Blah, 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 blah. Um, so there, there was a think tank at Marvel that had Alan Fine, Brian Where are you Michael this Bendis. Info from? This is from Dark Horizons. dot com. They're very good news movie. Aggregate. Very good, very yep. place. Want to sponsor a podcast? Yada yada yada. They're from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so oi, 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 oi. No, uh, that's British. It might be different in Australia. I, 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 mate, mate. Okay, stop. Well, anyway, <laughs> they're unsponsoring us. I can feel it. <laughs> and unsubscribing. Um, so, Alan Fine... We'll pay you money not to stock in an Australian accent ever again, mate. We'll give you a beer. Beer. Fosters. <laughs> Knifey spoonie. Knifey spoonie. <laughs> okay, we'll stop. Um, so, Alan Fine, Michael Bryan, Brian Michael Bendis, Dan Buckley, and Joe Caseta were part of the think tank that was at Marvel. That was... Uh, they would give notes to Marvel films. That got dissolved. And is that dissolved? Because I heard that it was like I heard they did some smoothing over after the story kind of broke. Sort of. Um, so this dissolution means that um, what's his name? Alan Fine. F- Kevin Fahey no longer has to report to Marvel CEO Ike Perlmutter, who's mm, the CEO of everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so he now. But Ike was the Ike was the Disney dude who was put in charge of Marvel after Disney acquired it. Was he? No, I like, think well, so because like, the what's ta- her name with Star Wars. Well, yeah, yeah. Kennedy. No, no, she Catherine was placed Kennedy. there before. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, but I think Disney retained her after yeah, the because okay. she's awesome. She was the one who 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 brokered the deal or something. Like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Ike. So yeah. So no longer Ike. Now under Disney, TV is still under Ike, mm. which doesn't make sense in my brain. It should still um, be part of the cinematic. That doesn't seem to spell good news for Shield. Yeah, for Agents of Shield and that, some of their other TV projects. Did you see the trailer for Jessica Jones? Yeah, I am very excited. The uh, purple, the purple tone to it, the purple coloring, love it. And, nice. uh, and the uh, it's time people knew her name. Like, yeah. that's cute. That's well, funny. That's true. Um, November. Yeah. Um, I watched it at work, so I had to watch it with the volume off. But <clears throat> but I got the idea. It was good. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of d- disappointed that there weren't any shots from the show kind of yeah. that came after it. Like it but was all was, graphics and text. They did that with Daredevil, that Daredevil teaser yeah. where they like built the city around it. I was then... kind of disappointed in that too. Yeah, <laughs> but I love Daredevil. I finished it. Yeah. Oh my god! Right, that last episode. I nothing. I'm still working my way through it. <laughs> um, worth it. Yeah. Uh, it is. You know, I wish the dialogue had been just a hair stronger. In the um in the last episode, hmm. but the um, uh, but it, it was glorious, glorious payoff. It was a it was a hair shy of being like Rocky two level, uh, like yeah, like nice. When the uh, oh, when nice. the two of them are actually fighting, 
and the um, the balance of power in the fight switches. switches? I'm yeah. being I'm being deliberately vague. Yeah, deliberately <laughs> vague. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna go get some chips. You guys, you guys talk. Go ahead. Cool. Hold on. Like, are you gonna refill it or? No. Oh, you're gonna eat it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when King uh, starts beating on him. Yep. Yeah, and the the tide turns and he just start like with the uh, with and he gets the billy clubs and he's just like boom boom yeah. boom boom. Like I was actually like yeah. Like I actually shouted. There was uh, like. Uh, when he shows up in that costume, finally, yeah, like, fine, nice. Just right. in my in my head, I've been re I've been rewriting the dialogue because there's a point where uh, Kingpin's all like, you know, oh my better tomorrow, you took it away from me, and I wanted him to kind of come back and be like, you know, like what did you take from this person and that person and that person, mm-hmm. and like if you would cut that into the like the boom 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 on him like. That I think that would have been very very strong. That being said, it was still a really really well done scene, mm-hmm. and the whole the reversal on the like the take your shot like I like the whole that was fantastic thing at the end. Yeah, that was good. I loved the um, she was really good in them. Oh god, it's like every secondary character. The more you watch, the better they get, and most of them were pretty pretty fantastic to start with. So I'm looking forward to Shane showing up as the Punisher next. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you see that he um, Instagrammed his arsenal? It looks oh, fantastic. Oh no, I missed yeah. that. It was a wall of guns. Yeah. Like a wall. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, oh, that's uh, amazing. I it's like the NRA's Batcave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a wall of guns, but like, remember in like Commando, he goes into, Arnold Schwarzenegger goes into a shed and he has the little keypad and opens up the door and it's just like there's his arsenal there. I always wanted to do something like that. But well, not guns, but like swords. something else nerdy. Yeah, yeah like swords. Your or... D&D collection. And Maybe my Warhammer. Oh, NES, consoles. SNES, yeah. Master System. <laughs> this is where I keep my Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> this is my magic collection. You oh. need more than a shed. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. What else happened? Let's see. We're going to need mana. <laughs> <laughs> the one, the one that really shocked me over the last couple of weeks was Wes Craven passing away. That oh, was... sad. Was it unexpected? No. no. Well, it kind of was because he he was suffering from terminal cancer. I think it was oh. terminal brain cancer, but he never really let on to anybody. Yeah. But um, I heard a clip from Robert Englund. And he was like, I knew the guy, and he it was a shock to me. Like I knew oh. he was. Dealing with some stuff, but not to this like extent. not to that extent. So, it's too bad. Yeah, and like going back, and I was like thinking about like his body of work that he did, and it was like wow. He like, gave us our nightmares. Was he did? Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street is the like that is the like archetypal horror movie in my mind. Yeah, it was one of the first first ones I was shown as a kid who was too young to watch that sort of what thing. What was the first one you saw? Uh. I remember one. when I watched one. Me too. Mine was yeah. the, the was the Dream Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. That was three. that was three. Yeah, yeah, I saw three, three first, and that's the one with the big head. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I was like the no. puppet where he was doing like the puppet thing with like yeah. her tendons and stuff like that. Oh, totally. it was so messed up, and I was like, totally why visceral. am I watching this? Love I'm it. like in grade three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. So-and-so, why are we watching this? Why is this an English class? <laughs> grade one. Oh, yo. Wow. I, um, we had, when I was going into grade one, my family had just moved to Hamilton. Back to Hamilton for my folks. Hmm. Um, but, like, I'd been born in Ottawa, and we lived in uh, New Jersey um, in the U.S. Uh, before that. But we moved back to Hamilton, and for a little while, we were, I was living, uh, we were living with my uncle's family. 
and my cousin uh, Jeff, uh, he introduced me to Nightmare on Elm Street, um, Halloween, nice, and my very very first Star Wars movie that I remember watching. Oh. Um, the first Star Wars thing I remember seeing was Battle for Endor. But That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the first Star Wars actual Star Wars movie I saw was his Betamax copy of The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Recorded off a of television commercial. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, his family had a remarkable system actually. They would they would record movies from TV and they would sort of like but they would compile them onto the Betamax tapes. So each tape would have like five or six like movies mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, I used to do that too. Yeah, and they had like they had an index. I never had that. Nope. It, and it was amazing. It was I was like mesmerized as a kid. He would go to this this notebook, this spiral bound notebook, <laughs> and magically know where to find any movie in creation. That's and, and smart. that's something our kids will never yeah. uh, think because we're gonna have all these media players. Yeah, are gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna go over to A. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to watch Almost Famous. Yeah. The, Clark um, has a hard time yeah. with that, actually. Yeah. If uh, if something isn't on Netflix or, like, immediately available, he gets mm. confused. He's not sure how to process it. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's no, something we don't have... We, I never mm-hmm. had to think about. That's weird. It definitely taught us problem-solving and patience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. You mean I have to rewind this movie? What's this tracking thing? And it was back when you had the, you know, you had to press up and down for the tracking. You're like, okay, yeah. is, this, is this line going to go away now? On, on the VCR I used for the longest time, it was a dial. Yeah. Oh my god, I never had to dial. No, I got lucky. The last VCR I had had auto tracking on it. So yeah. like this little my thing current would pop VCR, yeah. current VCR, current <laughs> VCR, <laughs> auto tracking on. It. Oh, my last one. VCR had tracking control. It was called a swift, a swift strike to the side. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. What was your first uh, horror movie? Um. Mine was actually Pol- Poltergeist. Oh, uh, nice! And I hated it. And I well, Poltergeist two, the one in the I told you about. Oh, the one in the, the I don't think I've office ever seen... building. No, that's the third one. The office building, the condo is the third one. The one with the mirrors with the down? pool. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't like. And mirrors. I want to say Topher Grace, but I don't think that was it. That doesn't sound right. Nope, <laughs> totally doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but a Topher Grace s character, I think. But anyway. Um, yeah, no, that was the third oh, one. Wisconsin. <laughs> I oh. felt bad for him in Spider-Man Three. I really, I like Topher Grace a lot. Like, I enjoyed him in that '70s show. Yeah. I think he would have been a great Spider-Man, he's, not he's a great Eddie Muppet, Ross. Yeah, right? not a great Venom. But <laughs> yeah. have you seen the the? They released a promo for the Muppets, like a ten-minute promo where they show. I hear Nathan Fillion is involved. That's, yeah. that's just the promos. So yeah. this is they did a whole ten-minute video about them trying to figure out how to get the show started and stuff. And Topher Grace is in it. Huh. Oh, nice. Which, and he's hilarious in it. He's playing um, a co-star to Miss Piggy in a like a southern. Oh dear. Uh, period piece um, <laughs> like in the civil war area right and it's so, so like funny. a gone with the wind kind yeah. of thing yeah <laughs> oh man it's so funny i don't really want to spoil it in case it's in the first episode um but it's really good i'm very excited it, yeah it's very good cool feet yeah. everywhere huh oh why i'm getting texts yeah. about something <laughs> probably destiny related stop checking it sorry <laughs> But, uh, um, yeah, no, my first one was, uh, first horror movie was 
Nightmare on Elm Street, the Johnny Depp scene where he gets sucked into the bed and it's the geyser of blood. Like, I vividly remember that, and I was like, if I'm ever going to do... That was me. (laughs) (laughs) The phones! They're revolting! Um, I've always thought so. (laughs) Um... But I remember my sister had like a like it was like a teenage sleepover for her birthday. They like got a bunch of scary movies, and that was like the first one I watched. Oh, and <laughs> and yeah. they were like, "Show it to show it to Aaron." Yeah, it totally was that. <laughs> she was like, "Come on, come on, come on!" She totally knew what she was doing. <laughs> she totally. Knew. How much older? She's six years older. So, oh yeah, she had the wherewithal to know that this is gonna mess him up. So she's like, what, like like thirteen, fourteen, and you're eight? Yeah, pretty much. Um, Pretty much in that ballpark. Wow. Yeah. Well played, Aaron's sister. (laughs) She doesn't listen to this. (laughs) No. No, but she does like our podcast on the Facebook. Which is almost as good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can you get her to like it on iTunes? (laughs) Give us five (laughs) Although she does work for Chorus Entertainment, and she has dropped some interesting details my way, that if we ever want to take this maybe to the next level, it would require some legwork, but... Let's do it. It's a possibility, but... I do a lot of stairs. We'll see. So, I'm good with legwork. Uh, yeah. I oh. <laughs> but yeah, no. It's that was good my, that she doesn't yeah. listen. <laughs> <laughs> so can we cut that one other guy? Oh, we want that James and Stu guy back. Maybe even AJ and Crystal. Let's get Aww. rid of the others. Oh, <laughs> it's a Marvel approach. It's all new, all different. Geeks with kids. Oh, dang <laughs> All the characters are female or visibly ethnic in some way. Yes, I'm visibly ethnic. So you'd be the new Hulk. Yes. Oh, man, Wait, I would be the first Hulk? one out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the white Caucasian. Uh, the new Hulk is, um, he's the, he's been a co-character, a... Supporting character in Hulk before, uh, Amadeus Cho. Oh, he's the new oh, Hulk. Yeah, is he? which is funny because he's a reboot of an old, um, of an older, even older character than that. Um, settle down, children, for Spears <laughs> relates old comics. Um, in 2004, as an anniversary to the Amazing Fantasy 15. Amazing Fantasy 15 was released in 1964 and was the first appearance of the Amazing Spider-Man. So, because it was 2004, the anniversary of that issue, they released a a, n- a new volume of Amazing Fantasy and premiered a whole bunch, like, a mess of new characters. Um, sort of in homage to, like, Amazing Fantasy was... So, an what inf- year was this? This was 2004. Okay. So, in 2004, they released a new Amazing Fantasy, um, and they premiered a bunch of new characters in it. And the whole joke was like, hey, one of them could be the next Spider-Man. Ho, ho, ho. And naturally, the comic community at large was like, right. <laughs> um, but two characters from that issue, kind of, Spider-Man pun, stuck. Uh, <laughs> I-O. And one of them was Amadeus Cho, who was a reboot of a sort of Golden Age Marvel character called Mastermind Mentallo, who was like a, um, who was like a super smart, brainiac kind of character. Um, and Amadeus Cho's thing was that he basically has a supercomputer for a brain. Um, and he can do things like calculate trajectories and force and resistance at an obnoxious rate. So he can do something like take a quarter and ricochet it off the wall, off the pan, off whatever in the kitchen, and blow out the window and escape from a hostage situation. You know, stuff I, like that. I could do that. Huh. <laughs> 
Uh, are you implying that this is an Asian ability? <laughs> <laughs> we like math. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, but anyway, Greg Pak was the writer and creator of this character, and he was in a short, like, it was like a five-page Hulk story, where Amadeus Cho and Hulk are in the same diner, and Amadeus gets the Hulk to calm down by creating an unlikely combination of chemicals that slows the Hulk's heart rate and turns him back to normal before he destroys everything on a rampage. Hmm. Or something like that. The catch being that using his brain at that speed makes him super hungry, so he needs to eat a lot after, and if he doesn't, he can kind of fall into a coma. <clears throat> so you have a cool power, you have an obvious limitation. So like the Flash? Yeah. I was going to say, of. that sounds, yeah. Although, <laughs> it's just I, I didn't read a ton of Flash comics as a kid, but I never remember that being a Flash thing. It was, it was a Wally West thing where yeah. he, um... Because he uh, he moves Well, super fast metabolism needs to eat a ton, yeah. Makes he does that in the, com- in the TV show now, too. Okay. cool. He cool. did it in uh, Justice League Unlimited. Okay, like the well. cartoon? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Anyway, this character has, like, he had a long trajectory as a supporting character. Not in Hulk, ironically, because by the time the creator of Amadeus Cho, uh, a dude named Greg Pak, uh, by the time he gets writing rights on Hulk, they're sending Hulk off into space mm. to do Planet Hulk. Um, so he ends up... Um, he ends up buddying Amadeus Cho with Hercules to take over Hulk's book at the end of World War Hulk. Hmm. So he and the Incredible Hercules have a long kind of like Superman Jimmy Olsen kind of relationship. Yeah. yeah. And at the end of that, <laughs> he tries to spin Amadeus into his own kind of comic to limited success. Um, there were a few miniseries and sort of tie-ins to other event comics that were good. They were really well written. Um, they even got a novel out of it, as I huh. recall, like an Amadeus Cho-led uh, novel. Like an actual novel, not a graphic novel? Yeah, huh. yeah, like a prose novel. I can't remember the author, but... Anyhow, so now they've kind of, they're upping the ante by turning him into the all-new, all-different Hulk. That's cool. Um, as yeah. I guess something is happening to the Banner Hulk on the other side of of Secret Wars. We'll figure it out. One so day. is this gamma radiation uh, related as well, or is seems there... to be like the the change is green and the Hulk character is is a bright like he's bright green with Amadeus's features kind of Hulk stretched. Yeah. In the same way that Banner's features are kind of Hulk stretched. And his yeah. special arm. Yeah. Well, you can see that there's some kind of control panel yeah. or something on there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it's neat, it's neat that the secondary character ended up being way more main character. Yeah. Focus. That seems neat. Yeah. It's sort of it's like definitely a torch passing. It's like yeah. B. It's like a B grade to A-grade. almost an A. Like it's A like, minus. Uh, it's yeah. like uh, what's his name? Finn from Star Wars. You know the you know the 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 black stormtrooper as people are referring. To oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And then they Star Wars released this little Instagram teaser trailer and he's holding luke skywalker's <laughs> lightsaber yeah. ignited in the forest surprise he's um, the lead yeah yeah or one of the leads uh, there's yeah. also a rumor that uh ray is a jedi as well it takes the force to pilot a fudgesicle motorcycle like maybe <laughs> you, that's a lot of fudge yeah, <laughs> and on a desert too making sure that oh. desert planet making sure that mm-hmm. thing does not melt come on yeah temperature that... matters not only in your mind <laughs> it's, it's, it's neat. why is it melting <laughs> that is why you fail <laughs> so i started doing this star wars card trader thing on my phone oh, yeah i uh, saw that uh, i oh why i don't know um is it actually <laughs> Actually, a game? No, no. no. <laughs> it's you collecting cards. And so let's trading. say, so let's say, for example, I open up this app and I've got a card that you want. I can send it to you. 
And trade. And trade. It's like cards. Anyway, it's made by Tops, who made the baseball cards of our youth. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, anyway. They're just like, let's cut out the middleman. No more printing. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, I was looking at this picture of Princess Leia as Bosk. Bosk? Which, who who no, were her bounty boss. hunter disguise um, from? Bosch. 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 She has that long staff that looks like Ray's. Oh. And she's sort of dressed the same. It's really weird. But uh, yeah, I I have a theory. I have theories. There's many theories out there. Let's not the dancing demon. You know what? No, we'll that this. would never work. We'll save this for the podcast that is going to immediately follow us seeing episode seven. Yeah, where we're tired and exhausted, and yeah. we're, we're all. Why am I going off. to work? The no, next we're day? phoning it in. Mm. Yeah, we're phoning it in. We're having. We're, here's what we're going to do. You want to know gonna... the first thing I put on the blackboard when I was setting up my classroom? What's that? 100 Days Till Star Wars. Yes! You know what sucks is yeah. when that 100 Days Till Star Wars came out, it was 98 Days Till Star Wars in France. Oh, because they do the early they get, release no, they get, Yeah, they get two days early. You I'm get... totally sneaking into the French teacher's room and writing the French. <laughs> <laughs> writing writing the French. Comment ça va? Je t'aime le Star Wars. You know that Silver means plate. that leaks are going to be on the internet that day. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be... You're going to have to, like, hold me down and yeah. pull me away from my computer so okay. I don't download it. So here's what we're going to do. We're gonna <laughs> it's going to be like that scene in Train Spotting. Throw him into a room and bar the door. <laughs> I'm going to see, like, little lightsabers crawling across the ceiling. It's going to be weird. <laughs> He's just in the corner screaming, like, please, please. <laughs> Never! Starring Ewan McGregor, who's in the... With Star Wars. Boy, boy. And people are trying to push him to be in a... One of the Star Wars Chronicles movie about I think Obi-Wan. he actually said that he would be amenable to doing, yeah. like, an Obi-Wan movie or something. Yeah. What would I he would, be doing? I would be down. He'd just be hanging out in the, in the desert. <laughs> He's just train spotting hey. on Tatooine. Oh, come on. He <laughs> had to... right? Oh, my God. It's like if he uses yeah. the Force, he knows that the Emperor and Vader are going to sense him, so he just has to not use the Force. So he goes on a road trip. It's like trip. him drying out. <laughs> so he keeps an eye on Luke, but he's like, I got to get off this planet. So he goes on a road trip. So he starts at the like the Tashi station or Anchorhead or somewhere like that, and he's like, "I gotta get out of this place, man." <laughs> oh, Danny Boyle said that his next movie is gonna be Train Spotting too, porno. What? Huh? Yeah. So, huh. and that the four main cast members have said yes. Interesting. Well, the follow-up book is by the original author, and, and it's like, called Porno. Yeah. So <laughs> why not? All yeah. right. Like it seems legit. Yeah. Should be good. I How guess. many years later? When did the original come out? Nineties. The original book came out in the early mid two thousands. No, porno. No, no. Oh, porno. porno yeah, porno. yeah. The Trainspotting. But came the out Trainspotting in came out early nineties. Yeah, the movie anyway. So yeah, the book is older. The book is um, I'm gonna say like mid eighties. Was it eighties? Okay. Yeah. I don't remember. So we're looking at maybe a thirty year gap now for the actors to return. It's twenty for the actors. Oh, okay. Because it came out in 96. Right. Yeah. Is that 20? Yeah, I guess that's 20. Oh, That's dear. 20 next year. Yeah. That's that's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> the um the title to Mallrats 2 was just released, and it's Mallbrats. Yeah. So it seems like every sequel of a 90s movie is about the characters now suddenly having kids and, like... Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be weird that his daughter's going to be the lead. That seems... I'm okay with that. Yeah. She, I, like, she's she, cut her teeth. They've worked together. Yeah. And, she was uh, okay in Tusk. She was okay in Tusk. Yeah, then we'll see. I'm excited for Yoga Hoshis. Yes. Yeah. Have and you seen this jersey for Moose Jaws? Yes! Oh I want God, the Juicy jersey for Moose Jaws. <laughs> so, so, yeah. It's like it's he... the antlers of a moose with like fangs and gore. Yeah. Like... Uh, so we know he's filming Mallrats in January in Pennsylvania. I think that's a road trip. That yes. In if, the winter. <laughs> into, if, into northern. Except we're going to be. United States. At work. 
Mm, tired. They don't need to know. Yeah, maybe I won't be able to. It's a field trip. <laughs> uh, Bring your passports, everyone. Why do we need them? <laughs> we don't need passports if we're driving. You just need a birth certificate. Oh, yeah, that's Land right. Land borders are fine hmm. without it. That's right. Huh. Yeah. For now. Um, for now. Yeah. We'll see who goes with Unless me. you've been reading We Stand on Guard, and that frightens me. I haven't seen the third episode. The third uh, issue? I oh. haven't. Like, it's waiting for me in my Dropbox. <laughs> like, my, my, my comic book store Dropbox. Yeah. Because I got a subscription again. <laughs> uh, it's purely for We Stand on Guard and for um, Joss wow. Whedon's... Twist. 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 Yeah. So I have yeah. two issues, only two. That's yeah. pretty awesome that your comic store will let you do that. They'll uh, let us do one as well. Cool. Yeah, she's... No, there's some some I know, like, require you to do, like, maybe, like, three? five or three. Wait, or... what was com- CC? Uh, five. five. Yeah. That sucked. Well, yeah, when, they, bad... when they started it, the cover price wasn't so high, so it wasn't as bananas, yeah. but... I had... Now, at, like, five bucks an issue, like, more Canadian, like... Yeah. yeah. It's a little... Own... I don't... Mm-hmm. I don't know if... Money. It all depends on your your stage of life. There was a point in my in my life where that might not have been crazy. Yeah, well, money. now it's pretty crazy, especially when you have things like Force Friday, like like that a couple weeks ago. Nuts. Did you hear all the stories? That came I out that day? ignored it. So was it like went... was it like Black Friday scary? Yes, mm, sort of. Not really. People were more there. <laughs> a little bit more Jedi. There, there weren't that many people, right? Okay. Nerds waiting up till midnight to go to a Toys R Us. But getting very angry because they didn't have the stock that they wanted. Right. So there'd be things that they're like, why don't they even have this here? They said that they were going to have this. Every complaint ends with, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> they're like, I'm going to go home and write about I'm, it on the internet. <laughs> I'm going to blog against you so hard. <laughs> I'm going to make a podcast. Yeah. Oh. That's exactly... Oh. <laughs> Your Yelp rating is going down! Yeah, yeah but it's... It... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I was actually at Toys R Us today, and they had a bunch of their Star Wars toys, and they look really good. Mm-hmm. They're doing a lot of... A lot of Force Awakens. Yeah. There's a lot of Force Awakens. Yeah, the two things I want is the Flying Millennium Falcon. Which is $149. And the reboot of Lupin Louie. Remember that game as a kid with the little airplane? It would, like, fly around on this thing. Oh, I saw that Toys R Us. But they revamped it as to Lupin Chewie. So it's a Millennium Ah, Falcon that loops around on this pedestal. And you have to, like, time a plunger, hit this plunger as a kid so that it bounces away from your tokens and it huh. just like keeps going. It's kind of fun. It's like a, um, I would say like a very easy but more three dimensional hungry hungry hippos take. <laughs> this is why Han flies the Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Bop It? Yeah, they yeah. Bop It, Twist It, Yeah, yeah. Roll It. I think is the other. They have a new one for Star Wars, and it's R two D two. Sweet. And it makes the noises <laughs> as you're doing it. And Megan was dying today at Toys R Us <laughs> when we were playing when she was playing with it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. They have a lot of. Fun things. Um, <laughs> it's like can we? It's like Star Wars. What can we slap this? Uh, what can we slap this logo on? Star Wars the lunchbox. Star Wars the toilet paper. <laughs> they have all Star of Wars the flamethrower. <laughs> sure well, they, with the flame troopers, I'm sure they're gonna have that yeah. eventually. <laughs> burn, burn your uncle and aunt at these. <laughs> oh. Oh. Do you have any kerosene? <laughs> 
<laughs> you can use propane. It's fine. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm talking like that guy from that D and D game. Do you have any fun yet? Oh god. <laughs> oh man. Right. You're referring to the what was it? The Dead Alewives Watchtower yes. uh, skit. Yeah. Um, I cast magic missile at the darkness. <laughs> the, uh, uh, it, it was fantastic. The um, this. I think it started out as just like an audio track that the nascent internet in the early 2000s animated in countless different ways, largely with 8-bit characters. There was a great one I found that was 3D animated with characters from Eidos's slate of uh, 3D games at the time. Nice. It's like the dude from Red Faction, this big monster thing from Summoner. Like, this is like early PS2 days, right. I think. Um, but the whole premise was that the uh, the Watchtower was releasing like a warning a warning video against the dangers of Dungeons and Dragons. And it starts with this very dire, like, they say it's a game, but really it's dragging children into the clutches of El Diablo. <laughs> we secretly miked an actual Dungeons and Dragons exchange. Listen. And it's all like, pass the Mountain Dew. <laughs> Wait, what color are my character's eyes again? Well, I wrote that it was blue eyes, but really he has gray eyes. <laughs> I'm attacking the darkness. <laughs> you forgot to you forgot to roll. <laughs> roll the dice to see if I'm getting drunk. <laughs> Which, like it was hysterical, yeah. and it made it made the point that like this thing that was supposedly a satanic gateway drug was actually just super obnoxious. Yeah. Which it was. God, I miss D and D. Yeah, me too. Oh, gateway drugs. <laughs> I'm, in, uh, I'm talking about toys. <laughs> yes. So back to Star Wars Friday, Fourth oh. Friday, crazy. Yeah, it, it was weird. They're, so nerds, nerds getting angry. Nerds getting angry. Nerds pushing children out of the way for oh, wait, toys. Nerds are geeks. Oh. We have to clarify Which I this think for is yeah. sort of ridiculous. Even as a collect, like I sort of collect things. Like I yeah, keep you things do. In box. You're not sort of. You do. I sort of because no, I still play do. with you. Right? Mm. Most of the stuff I play with. Not my Star Wars characters, those are in boxes. So that is my collected stuff. <laughs> but like like when I got my BB eight toy, it, which is amazing. Um, <laughs> um Son it, of a gun. It it came out the day I bought it. Uh, although to be fair, when they were marketing it, they were saying this is for the high end collector. And now everyone wants it. Even mm -hmm. Kim. Kim and Peter. <laughs> like Kim wants it. Huh. Nice. For the yeah. dogs? No, for Peter. <laughs> so hopefully Peter doesn't listen to this. <laughs> then I just ruined that. Merry Christmas. <laughs> My brain is superimposing Sorry. Peter on the video of your daughter chasing it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was one of the best things was, like, I pulled it out. Well, my she was sleeping at the time, so I played with her uh, with the, the next day. I was playing with myself, by myself. When it anyway, my mom. So was let me get this straight. While she was sleeping, you pulled it out and were playing with it. <laughs> we're gonna have to edit that. We just went from PG. To... <laughs> I'm talking about my droid. That's uh... what I call it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Uh, it's so PG. We, we haven't talked about anything. Bad. It's not the droid you're looking for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pill for that. <laughs> um, so, 
So for Take that Fridays, droid out to the moisture evaporator <laughs> in the morning, boy. <laughs> hey, what are you trying to push on us? Oh, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> so we had this little droid. It's fine. <laughs> that is remote controlled, which is awesome. We have a flying Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Flying X-wing. Wayne... I'm interested to see how they're doing the X-wing. Is it a quadcopter? It's as a well? quadcopter. Oh. No, no, the X-wing is not. It's one of those ones you throw and it flies. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. So, okay, yep. I know so what you it mean. So has the little propellers on the on the on the S foils, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. But these are all toys that you know. I wish I had as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm a grown up. I'm like. You, Who cares? You know what they have now? They have Nerf life sa- lightsabers, so your kids can hit each other with them. But like, that's awesome. we had that when we were kids. They were just called broom handles. Yeah, yeah but those I are, took a broom handle to the arm. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it was oh. broken. Anyway. <laughs> oh man! But like kids these days, they're so lucky. They got, it's just, it's raising the bar. Like by the time that like our kids are our age, like they're gonna have like working ATATs and stuff. Yeah, they have that now, <laughs> like little ones, right? Oh no, that's not what I was talking. No, about. No, 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 like, like fully functional, yeah. like <laughs> like uh, Mech Warrior, oh <laughs> Robotech. I have not read any updates on the upcoming actual giant robot battle uh, between the U.S. Yeah, and they Japan. Sort of, they sort of they they sort of stopped. Yeah, about it. the last thing I heard is they actually put it out there that if the Americans could raise, I think it was one point two million dollars, they would contract NASA to help. Um, do some improvements to their mech so that they could get it up to a whopping two miles per hour instead of the standard. Nothing, one mile nothing per here hour. is making me. Yeah. So it, it's after that initial burst of excitement. <laughs> it's basically going to be like slow motion. There's, there's got to be a corporate sponsor who yeah. can find a million and a half dollars to throw Elon at Elon Musk. Thing. Come on. He's trying to get to space. I think it's a little bit better than that. We'll make you a deal. If you can get this to be a top-rated show, we'll let you nuke Mars. <laughs> but the, they don't like fire there. Well, he, he was on the... There was an internet thing, uh, an interview or something he did recently where he said that the fastest way to warm Mars was just to launch nukes at it. <laughs> Nuke it from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> Comparisons to Dr. Evil were made. As well as Death Star jokes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I forgot where I was going to go with this toy thing. So you're talking about BB-8. You were rolling it around. Cat was sleeping. That's not where I was going with it. <laughs> she does like that toy, though. Yeah. But it's like, it's, it's like all the stuff I wanted as oh, yeah, a kid. When we were kids, yeah. Is now becoming the things that I... Well, the dudes who are going to these engineers and toy makers and being like, say, make this, are all dudes, like, our age or a little yeah. older. Like, so of course. <laughs> like, it's, it's, our, it's the wishes of our generation being yeah. fulfilled. Gotcha. So, uh, proton packs. Let's make those things happen. Let's, uh, let's sit down and... Uh... Well, they're doing the... Nike's building the auto-lacing... It's done. Right? It's, it's out in October. Yeah. Maybe. They're trying I get... saw a spurious-looking ad on Facebook. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're trying. We got the hoverboard now. The hoverboard is out. We got the hoverboard. Although it's ridiculously expensive. Yeah, and you, and have you need to, to be on and the you need a, And you need a track. <laughs> you need a track well, Steven Spielberg didn't, didn't anticipate the economic downturn in 2008. If not for that, we would be controlling the weather and have flying really, cars. He didn't write it either. It was Roland Emmerich. Oh. Yeah. Who directed it? Meh. So, Anyway, there's a documentary called Back in Time that's being released yeah. on October 21st, 2015, 2015, when Marty is supposed to show up. Yeah. Huh. 
We'll see. It's funny because they released a trailer for it yesterday. I think I did. I share it. I shared it on. You shared it a little while ago. With Mm, it was just there was a new one that was released. Mm, Yeah, and um, I think it was Roland Emmerich who was talking, and one of the um, one of the execs from Ford was like, "We'll give you seventy five thousand dollars if you put if you change the DeLorean into a Ford Mustang." And he goes (laughs) and he looks at the exec and he says. Doc Brown does not effing drive a Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, stuff like that. I can't wait to see that yeah, movie. Yeah, that's like, going to be awesome. They're also... Um, I, re- I wonder about that, actually. Because, like, I always found the DeLorean to be, like, a really magical design. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the the after that one model, like, DeLorean kind of disappeared off the face of the Earth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when just, Doc yeah. says, like, well, if you're going to travel in time, travel in style. Yeah. What did that mean in 1985? I don't know. Like, was it, like, was it the sort of, like, the was did it have the it, same it was supposed to be profile like, as the Mustang? Was it, like, no. the super muscle, like, car it, it guy car? It was more car, the futuristic car. Yeah, right? it was, like, the, the, it was like the, the concept car brought to life. And it had the... Yeah. The dials and all that stuff. Like, okay. It was supposed to be the futuristic e-car. Yeah. Like, and then okay. they were like, stainless steel construction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that can't go wrong. No. Um, <laughs> okay, so it already kind of had a bit of a, like, a, a cutting-edge science sort of yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, geeky yeah. kind of edge. But it, yeah, geeky it, edge, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, like, it, what, but... Yeah, it kind of went the way of like. From what I understood, it was like a lemon. Like it was. It it, pretty... did, it was expensive. And... It was expensive to manufacture, and I understand it was more not so much a design problem as it was uh, like a marketing and sales mm. kind of problem. Yeah, right. It, it was hard for people to pay that much for a car that, you know, doesn't travel through time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I'm gonna pay that much, I want it to go in time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Forward, backwards, everywhere. But it, and fly too. Yeah. Can it fly? For eighty five thousand. No. Well, oh. it's not October twenty first yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I so where's our flying cars? Our dehydrated pizzas. Yeah. You know. Our double ties. Yep. Um, you know. Wait a minute, Mr. But we, we can call people over the phone. We can't. Yeah. Oh, we can't. Or, sorry, we can call people <laughs> okay. in real time. Yeah, we video, can have a wall video, video on have... our phones or on the TV. TV, yeah. TV walls. We can do now with yeah. multiple what screens. A, what about the faxes in every rooms? Uh, <laughs> fax machine in 2015 read my fax you're fired uh, you're fired what does this what does this uh, fax mean marty <laughs> oh, oh man that was a good make movie. like a tree and leaf you moron <laughs> they uh they're releasing it in theaters yeah two-day event cool so you can see one and two on one yep. night and then three on the second night or is that lord of the rings I think that's Lord of the Rings. No, yeah. wait, no, Hobbit. The Hobbit. No, Hobbit. neither. I don't no, know. No, the Hobbit is doing that. Sorry, because okay. they're doing the... The R-rated... The, like... the extended editions, yeah. Yeah. But Back to the Future is all one night, then. Nice. Cool. Well, three. in a world where Lord of the Rings can make, like, three four-hour movies, yeah, you could watch all of Back to the Future in one city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Six hours. Six hours, yeah, no problem. Yeah, and you go bathroom during the credit scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not going to miss anything, because there's no end credit scenes. Yeah. Bam, Let's bam, all go to bam, the lobby. Bam, oh, so they're releasing it on Blu-ray in October. Cool. Nice. Again? Uh, again. They're remastered. And 3D? They're... No. No. I'm fine with it not being in 3D. <laughs> Although my TV would be, you know, oh, maybe 3D. No. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine the scenes from, the de- from like, behind the dash of the oh, DeLorean in 3D? Oh. oh, 
Now I can I'm touch the about control that. panel. Yeah. I can save you. You know, Marty. I I bet that would smooth out a lot of the um, a lot of the Back to the Future two gumping scenes. Gumping. Where they um they splice new video of Marty in Back to the Future two interacting with old video from Back to the Future one. Oh yeah 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 hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Hmm, that'd be interesting. Because they already clearly have it divided into layers. It just, at the time, I remember watching in the theater being like, well, that's obviously where they edited the dude in, because there was like a thick black line around. Mm-hmm. Well, not yeah. a thick, I don't know. Uh, there, there was a little bit of a... You could tell. Like, you could yeah. tell, like, the new footage versus the old footage. Oh. I wonder, I wonder how clean it's going to be. Like, when they cleaned up Star Wars for the first time on Blu-ray or DVD, and they took out all the see-through parts of the snow speeders. Yeah. Like, that was, that was really cool, and they took out the black lines around it mm-hmm. yeah mm. and then made all the ewoks blink no um <laughs> but um they're also releasing the animated series uh, no i watched that as a kid i love which it. I really i watched which a couple one? of episodes and oh back to the future kid, animated yeah. series oh okay when i was a kid um, i thought it was fine the best part of it was the christopher lloyd um like what do you call it? the bumpers Inter, uh, yeah, yeah bumpers um yeah. but there, were, there was live action christopher lloyd like setting up and then chilling out every, each episode mm-hmm. mm. it's like when harrison ford finally showed up on the indiana jones young indiana, young jones. indiana jones with the beard in the, the in the, the yukon oh mm. what, no, yeah it was saxophone. the saxophone one yeah where you know i have something to do with uh Al Capone in Chicago in the blues back in the day kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I fly a plane into a golf course. Where was I going to go with this in parenting? Um, oh, are the there kids, any, yeah. any toys uh, as a kid that you'd want to see now? All my toys are coming to life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, all my um, Star Wars dreams? Proton Come. Pack would be awesome. Like... Not a full functional one, but like, and like they had, you know like what? I remember they had the one back in the day. It had was... a foam attachment for the stream, yeah. yeah. And I always remember that, like, was I never liked that. Yeah, I didn't like. Yeah, you know, my either. favorite Ghostbusters was toy turned. was the trap. Yeah, there, the it trap had a little wheel awesome. on, so you could like slide it out, and, and there was an air pump, open. and, and yeah. it flip open, and you could like cool. throw the little plastic ghosts in. I like yeah. that. Yeah, but the but the Proton Pack needs an update. Yeah, I think. there's a lot of like the the Ghostbusters people in Toronto. Like the Ghostbuster like cosplayers, the, the official, yeah, the cosplayer, like the official the like um, group or whatever, yeah. like the charity group. They like the they have some first. really good yeah. instructions on how to make one online. Oh, cool. um, hmm. They're really they're really good, and they teach you how to put in a radio so that you could play sound effects <laughs> or all of the soundtrack of Ghostbusters One and Two. That's pretty cool. That yeah. is cool. Um, I think another toy that I would like to see is. Um, like a revamp of the of the Death Star now, like a like a Death Star playset. I'm sure they're gonna do that. They, yeah. they they'd have to. They're doing the um, so the they're you know my Star Wars toys are the Black Series. They're a little six and a half inch characters. Mm-hmm. They're in the proper size. Yep, proper size. Um, they're now. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna go there, but <laughs> I realized it after I said it. Um, they they have. They're now doing the the vehicles for them at that size. Oh, nice. So they have a TIE fighter that's like a foot high. So if you ever took them out of the box, you could seat them in the TIE fighter. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but there's a there's a plastic window in the front, so you'd never have to do that. You know what I always loved, like would love to see a redo of is the toys from uh, Robotech. 
I realize that as a property, Robotech is kind of problematic, and the release schedule for whatever they're doing with it next is jumbled at best. But the the designs from that show were so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to see a really high-quality um, SDF-1 toy. I wonder if they have models of those. I'm sh- uh, they do. Like they, they had yeah. like pla- like those plastic models that you glued together. I yeah. never had the the one sixty four scale or whatever yeah. they were called. Yeah. In fact, when I remember when I was little and trying to buy Robotech merch, um, they they like they had like transformable plastic toys that were kind of like Transformers, mm-hmm. but they like they made ten of them and hid them under rocks in North America, mm-hmm. so it was almost impossible to find one. What the only thing that I could find consistently, I went to the Silver Snail back when it was in Hamilton. Oh yeah. Um, and I asked uh, for Robotech toys, and the dude like looks over the counter down at me, like comic book guy from The Simpsons. And he's like, "The closest that you can find is over there," and he's pointing <laughs> to me at the lead minute. They were they were lead miniatures for the BattleTech game. Yeah, and I'm like BattleTech. I'm looking say, at this. Yeah. But Battletech, which begot uh, MechWarrior, yeah. hmm. they ripped off. They used without license the designs from Macross. So they were Robotech toys. Huh. I got, like, there was a little, I had a little lead, actually lead, <laughs> um, miniature of the Veritech. Not transformable, but... Like, but still, but yeah. still, paint it up any way that you want to. And Mine ended up being go. solid green, because that's how good I paint. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's good at painting little... Statues. Stu, our number one fan. Really? He was a Warhammer fan. Cool. Our um, <laughs> our first uh, guest star was, was Mark. Our was first guest star was Stu. Stu was our first guest star. But subsequent guest star Mark uh, was was also a big um, a big painter, mm-hmm. a big mm-hmm. painter dude. He was never into uh, Warhammer uh, quite so much, but he used to do pl- do the uh, Reaper minis. Oh yeah. Oh, um, yeah and he yeah, used yeah. them in D and D a bit, and that's cool. Yeah. I yeah. wish I painted more little yeah. things. I tried. It's it's a it's a it's a yeah. You need like a really good w- brush. <laughs> and you have to wait because you're gonna do your first layer, and you're like, I want to paint more, but you can't. And as a kid, I'm just like, why don't you dry faster? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's what I would like in terms of a toy that I would like to see redone. Mm-hmm. I would like to see Robotech toys that are not either like impossible to find or made out of lead. Yeah, I was gonna say diecast metal, because that was the high quality material for I found for toys back in the day. Yeah, especially the Bring Star back Wars the ones. metal toys. Yeah, our Transformers Plastic. that used to kill kids. Yeah, <laughs> or at least dentists. See, I remember my original Optimus Prime having a like a diecast metal frame. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah, all my Transformers are metal except for. When the movie came out, and I got those Transformers because those were plastic. Yeah. So which ones did you get? Did you get the movie ones or the like Generation One um, sort of re so when I was reissues? A, when I was a kid, um, like when I was a kid, I got those Transformers. So I have Generation One, Soundwave, um, Shockwave. Nice. I almost bought Optimus Prime, but I don't have Optimus Prime, which sucks. I wish I had him. I used to play with him in. JK with my friend, so I didn't have to buy it, right? Hmm. I had all the bad guys, and he had all the good guys. Oh, um, you picked sides! That's re- awesome! But I also had Jazz. <laughs> I'd have, I had Bumblebee. I had Jetfire. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. I had... What was, oh, man. I had a lot of Transformers. Hmm. I had something with a train set. Oh, oh Omega uh, Supreme. Omega, uh, Omega Supreme. Omega Supreme, yeah. yeah. I had a big white... Uh, what was it? The Fortress one. 
Fortress Fort, Maximus. Fort Max. Fortress Maximus. Yeah. yeah, the big yeah. white one that turned yeah. into the giant Transformer. He had a lot of metal parts. I remember he hurt a lot if you got hit he, with him. He was... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the thing I really wanted as a kid was the... Was no wait yeah. no that wasn't Fortress Maximus. Um, Fortress, Fortress Maximus Metroplex. was the headmaster. Metroplex. 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 Yeah. yeah. The one thing I've always wanted as a kid was the GI Joe um, ship. Oh, the, the aircraft carrier. The yeah. aircraft carrier. Yeah. Was like twelve feet long. That would actually fit the jets. Yes. That were actually like two oh, feet dude. in I size themselves. I yeah. I used I used to have a jet. I got it at a garage sale. Oh. The the mechan the co- the seats in the cockpit were gone. Oh. Um, and the mechanism to extend the legs, the, the, wings? the legs and the wings was jammed. Oh, no. <laughs> but I loved that thing. And you yeah. can hold it from the missile underneath. Yeah, yeah. like what, a, the, what the, an the, ingenious that's the idea. Fu- that's a fuel. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like what an ingenious idea. How do we get kids to pretend to fly it? Give them a handle that's just like a bomb or a missile or a fuselage underneath. That was smart. Mm. The, the, uh, the and new... a launching mechanism I ended... connected to a bungee. <laughs> I ended up um, pulling the... It was like a switch inside the upper body of the plane that you pulled to drop out the to drop out the landing yep. gear and the wings. I ended up pulling it out as far as it would go and wrapping a string around it and hanging it from the ceiling. Nice. <laughs> That's really smart. <laughs> kind of. It, it was on a weird... It was at a weird, like, balance point or it whatever. It was a weird toy anyway. Yeah. It wasn't but we nice. ended up... My parents... Like had a ping pong table in the basement, a uh, table tennis table, um, and my brother and I were so hope. Well, my brother was actually pretty good at it, but I was so hopelessly like clumsy that instead of do- using it for table tennis, I just like made like little toy like dioramas on that thing. And for the longest time, like that thing was in the air. Optimus Prime was on the ground, and I think he had um, it was the Power Master once. We had a bigger hand. I could get a, a wedge of GI Joe ha- arm through it. <laughs> he was holding like Duke oh. up off the ground. Oh, the Transformers GI Joe crossover that never happened. Yeah, as a yeah. Child. But ended up uh, happening. The, com- the comic, in the, the comic comics. Book. A couple yeah. of the comic takes on it were really good. Yeah. You know who popped up in a Transformers uh, issue? Spider Man when he was wearing the yeah suit. during the original in the I think it was in the original four issue miniseries yeah. of Transformers that Marvel did they they had the they encountered Spider Man in kind of a plot a plot critical kind of point that's funny he was and they never really explained who Spider Man was in the context <laughs> of that issue <laughs> so if you if you go on the Transformers wiki which used to be I don't know if it still is but it was admined by a psychotic brilliantly psychotic Transformers fan named David Willis he has a Spider-Man entry on the Transformers wiki that extrapolates from the issue and it, the it reads something like a Spider-Man is a costumed adventurer who gets his abilities from apparently a symbiotic costume <laughs> that shoots strings out of the back of its hand <laughs> He's pretty strong. <laughs> he also works for a newspaper. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, it was cool. Like, man. it's totally, like, in continuity with Marvel Comics. Yeah. Oh. Or was, like, at the time. So it was, like, just after Secret Wars. Like, so this was 1986, Six. I think, Marvel starts publishing the comics. Spider-Man is in the black costume. It's a new thing. And he, like, he and, like, Cliff Jumper or someone go toe-to-toe with Megatron. <laughs> Oh, I don't see that no. going well for uh, Spider-Man. No. It was it was kind of it was a sort of an important issue because yeah. the the Witwickies had just met the Transformers and uh, Spike's dad was totally like, "No, we're not like getting involved with these like psycho giant robots and their war. We out." 
And um, it's at this point that the Decepticons first confront the United States Army. And the confrontation goes like Megatron steps out of their spaceship and he's like, hit me. And they open up and he's just standing there unscathed, turns around and is like, yep, what I thought. And walks back inside. Hmm. To which the world is like, um... <laughs> so That's he, awesome. Yeah. Uh, the Autobots are scattered to the wind for some reason, which leaves, like, Cliffjumper and Spidey. So, like... <laughs> could have been worse. It could have yeah. been Bumblebee and Spidey. Well, I think oh, Bumblebee... Yeah. The comics were published in a weird place. Like, they hadn't seen the cartoon. Yeah. So the comics were sort of going from the original, on, like, the first four issues and the first half of the uh, the Marvel comic series were kind of running off the character descriptions from the toys <laughs> and some of the writer room notes from the animated series. So the way that they interpret what characters look like and how they interact was really, really kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. i have to check it out sometime. Yeah, I think I got a copy of it. It was, it was neat. I never yeah. had copies of the original comics, but they published them in, like, oversized graphic novel format in two yeah. collections... And those I had, and they were gorgeous. Like, they were really, really beautiful. They're, they tried doing some sort of, like... Omnibus? Um, yeah. I that, think I saw an omnibus of it, of all the old Yeah, I know IDW mm-hmm. reprinted it, and I think they did, um, I think ID, IDW did, like, an art, an artist series or a creator series, mm-hmm. kind of on it. Because they, on the pages themselves, they tried this really interesting, like, watercolor almost technique. Like, the, the big thing in the show was the Autobots had a signature laser color and the Decepticons had a signature laser color. So the way they tried to bring this into the comic was by, during the transformation sequences or laser fights, they would sort of overlay this, like, like a purple watercolor wash over the transforming character or a, mm. an orange watercolor wash. And it, it looked really, really pretty. Mm. Um, and I just... I. Yeah, I can't remember anything about. <laughs> Let's edit okay. this so it's much more interesting. No, no editing. One take. Um, yeah. So how did we get there? Oh, we were talking about Transformers toys. Yeah, yeah. and how we used to beat each other with them in their mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Good yeah. times. I guess uh, we could maybe throw this out to our audience. I know if I talk to my kid who doesn't talk and be like, "What kind of toys do you want as a kid?" and she'll be like, "Anything I can eat." Yeah. Later would be great. Yeah. <laughs> Mine would be like, what toys do you want? And he'd be like, books. What toys do you want? Books. It's like, to eat. Fine. <laughs> My yeah. kid would also be the same. We were When we were at Toys R Us, mm-hmm. we were showing her books. And he's like, ooh, I like this one. So we bought it for her. And then yeah. she's like, ah, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's at that fun stage yeah. where everything is food. Everything is food. And everything mm. is awesome. Yeah, right? and then you're going to yeah. be like, why are you eating that that you shouldn't be eating? And then like, As long like, as she's not eating my BB-8, I'm fine. She yeah, you're going to come home one day and you're going to be like, first. where's the head? <laughs> <laughs> she took it off today as we were playing. I was like, ah, ah, <laughs> no, that's expensive. <laughs> I'm not allowed to buy things anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, buying things for herself. So what's the question to listeners? Uh, what toy would you like to see reinvented for yeah. this generation? Yeah. Why not? Brought back for or... your general, yeah, yeah. What eighties, nineties toys, something well, retro? Yeah, even, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll talk about how we feel old in the next episode. <laughs> Hashtag more better toys, more yes. better toys, more springs, more fire, more lightsabers. <laughs> yes. Oh, I want a new lightsaber. 
You know what we need? Kylo Ren's lightsaber? We need more lightsaber <laughs> in this podcast today. <laughs> Obi-Wan uh, gets out of bed the same way as you. <laughs> but when he's out of bed, he makes gold lightsabers. <laughs> That's Mace Windu. Jeez. You don't know where I want to, where I hid this lightsaber for two years. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, before I forget, there was this one thing on Reddit that I thought was hilarious, and it was called how <laughs> Star Wars could be the biggest trolls to us, and and it was the person what? who was like, how they could be a big troll for us. Okay, and it would be us watching Star Wars Episode Seven, and at the end of the credits, it goes to a post credit scene where all of a sudden. Mace Windu shows up. He has an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, Let me tell you about the Jedi Initiative. <laughs> Where are your hands? <laughs> like hooks and things on them. Oh, oh my that'd God. be funny. Yeah. Now, do you want to see this? Let us know at geekswithkids at gmail.com or. You can follow us at Twitter at uh, geekswithkidscn. Or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkidspodcast. <laughs> Very good. We're gonna get there. Oh, we did. And wow, oh. this is a short episode at one hour and 24 minutes. You're welcome. Yay. Like that on iTunes. Give us yes. five stars. Many stars. We can see stars now. We can. Wah, wah. Yeah, like I can actually go through a regular web browser and see how many likes and stars that we it's have true. on the, on the and iTunes. Our, and our, like, and our comments, comments and yeah. such. Yay. Yeah. You oh. like us. You really like us. Now and like that, us more. <laughs> I like us more, and I have to pee. So for Geeks with Kids, I'm Eric. I'm Aaron. Spears. Goodbye. Majram. Majram. You're going to sing? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Spears sings. Hashtag Spears sings. <laughs> <laughs>